0: Hello everyone and inside today's episode of Locked On Canadians, Josh Anderson suspended for two games. Rem Pitlick is on waivers. So at the end of the day, what does all this mean for Uri Slavkovsky and several other forwards on the Canadians? I'm going to take a look and break it all down inside today's show. Locked On Canadians, your daily podcast on the Montreal Canadiens, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 721 of Locked on Canadians. As always, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. If you're listening to this wherever you get your daily podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. Thank you so much. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for subscribing. Make sure you ring the bell so you get notified anytime we post a new video, go live, do anything like that. I am your solo host for the week. I am Scott Matlow. Of course, my co-host is on vacation and you are stuck with me whether you like it or not. Luckily, the Montreal Canadiens have given me plenty of things to talk about on this Monday evening. You'll be hearing this on Tuesday before the game against the Detroit Red Wings. And for the Canadians, the biggest news of the day is Josh Anderson was on Sunday suspended for two games for his boarding major against Alex Petrangelo in a Canadiens 6-4 loss to the Vegas Golden Knights last Saturday. We talked about it on Monday's show. We talked about it on Game Over Montreal. It's an egregious hit. We understand that Anderson wants to spark his team physically. That's always been his style of play. He wants to be that guy who's making an impact using his immense physical side and speed to make good things happen. He far crossed that line with this penalty. And when I look at this, I go, I am both shocked and not surprised it was two games. He doesn't have a suspension history, which, okay, fine, well enough. Two games feels about right for where he's at in terms of what the NHL dubs, you know, repeat offenders and everything. As someone who wants to see them clean up the game, that's a hit that doesn't have any place or time. And if they went to three or four games, it would have felt egregious given the standard they've set for the NHL but it also wouldn't have been unwarranted. So his absence for the next couple of games is going to be uh, somewhat noticeable. The Canadians are going to miss that speed and power on the wings. That's something they do lack a little bit of. They have talented players, but very few who do what Josh Anderson does in terms of playing with speed and playing with power. And now they've got to kind of fix that in the lineup. And my question going forward is, How does Martin St. Louis and the coaching staff go? We want you to bring that physicality. We want you to bring that brute force. But we want to see the guy who was a thorn in everyone's side in the 2020 playoff run and everything. How do we get that Josh Anderson back? Because when he's off his game, he's running around, he's getting into fights, which he's going to fight. That's part of his game. I understand that. But what can the Canadians do to bring Josh Anderson back to being the focused, hungry power horse that we know he can be, that guy who scored the game-winning goal against the Leafs to open up the season. That's the Josh Anderson this team needs back here. We, they don't need the guy who's going to be taking dumb penalties, putting his team shorthanded, getting kicked out of games and you know, kind of unraveling things a little bit. Yeah, physicality and everything is fantastic, but it has to come with a balance. I want Josh Anderson to run over people in front of him all day It's hilarious, but within the rules and the two game suspension is actually going to be good for him because I think this is a, Hey, sit down and focus on what makes you effective. Yeah. You're not having the season maybe that you were predicted to, or that you want to have. And there's some frustrations in there. It's a long season though. And getting yourself kicked out of games, getting yourself suspended doesn't really help those things. And for Josh Anderson, he's still counted on as one of those locker room leaders. And I think him not being in the lineup is the thing that's going to hamper them a little bit. Like I said, not a lot of people can do what he does. And this week, uh, the Canadians play the Red Wings uh, in Detroit. And then Vancouver comes to town on Saturday. Saturday? Wednesday. Oh, it's a back-to-back. Wonderful. That's that's good for us. I know the schedule. So, uh, he will be eligible to return against the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday, November 12th. These are two winnable games for the Canadians, and Anderson won't be there. And I think he could have a very good impact in both of these, but it's going to do him a little bit of good to kind of be in out of the lineup, take it in from above and maybe see some things that maybe you're not seeing from ice level and get some extra. I don't know if he's allowed to practice with the team while suspended. I don't believe so. Uh, In that regard, Uh, if someone wants to correct me, please just let me know. But I think this is going to be good for him. Use this as a resetting point. We're barely 10% of the way through the season. Got a handful of goals. You can do more than be just a physical guy in that bottom six. And I think he's capable of that. He was a top-line winger, sometimes through no other choice. But he, being out of the lineup, does open up opportunities for other players. And we're going to get into that. Later on, I'm just curious, which Josh Anderson comes back against the penguins. Are we going to get the power horse who plays physically within the rules, maybe a little on the edge to kind of get the other team off their stride a bit, or are we going to have the guy who gets frustrated and is behind the play and takes better and is forcing things. It's like we talked about with Joel Edmondson on our Monday episode is he's trying, he's trying to do the right thing. The effort is there. The focus is not. And Uh, For Josh Anderson, keeping focus is a big thing. Consistency's always been an issue in his game, especially in Montreal. When he's hot, he's hot, unplayable, unstoppable, undefendable, the kind of guy you want in your lineup every night. But when he's off his game, unfocused, or just being frustrated, put literally anyone else out there, and you would probably get better results at the end of things. And I, I watch Josh Anderson succeed. I like his style of play a lot. It's a rare combination of things. It just needs honing and focusing. And I think Martin St. Louis and some of the coaching staff can do that for him. Um, sound off in the comments below if you want to know. Uh, you can always tweet us at LO underscore Canadians on Twitter. Um, so he will miss the Detroit game. He will miss the Canucks game. And he will be back for the Penguins game. Uh, where the Canadians started the Penguins on a very long losing streak, but the Penguins have not looked good since then. Going to be a fun showdown next Saturday on that. But Josh Anderson being suspended isn't the only roster news affecting the Montreal Canadiens today. We're talking a little bit about Rem Pitlick and how he can impact this team by either being claimed off waivers or not. And that's all coming up next. But first, Today's show is brought to you by the fine folks at BetOnline. They're your number one source for all your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. And they've got everything you could possibly need right now. Football season is in full swing, baseball season just ended. But guess what? The NBA and NCAA basketball are right there for everything you could possibly want. Obviously, hockey's going on, the World Cup isn't far off. And they've got sports podcasts at BetOnline as well. They have the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting needs met in one place. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online it's where the game starts. We are back, and by we, I mean me. I am your host today, Flying Solo. I am Scott Matla. Josh Anderson was suspended. That news came down on Sunday after Laura and I had recorded our episode. We assumed he was getting suspended. We just didn't know for how long or anything that was going on with that until... Much later on in the day, which we were not going to re-record an entire 30-minute episode. Sorry, we love you, but that's a lot of work. On Monday, the news came down that the Canadians were holding Rem Pitlick out of practice on Monday with the intention of putting him on waivers to go to the Laval Rocket of the AHL. 2 p.m. roll around, Rem Pitlick was put on waivers. And it's quite a stark turn of events for one of last year's unexpectedly good players, and we talked a lot about this when he was joining the team. I wrote some postseason analysis on him is that Rem Pitlick was not going to shoot in the double digits all the time. His numbers when he was put on waivers with the from the Minnesota Wild last year were not sustainable numbers. He did a really good job endearing himself in Montreal with his speed and his skill in their bottom six and sometimes on their top line. And this year it is all dried up. He is not – played especially well. Admittedly, he is not playing with Nick Suzuki. He is not playing with Christian Dvorak or Brendan Gallagher or anything like that. He's playing primarily on the fourth line with Jake Evans as a center, and his role is different. They are meant to be eating up defensive minutes, sometimes chipping in the odd goal, getting a little bit of offensive zone time, but he has not been what they needed. I don't think he was going to shoot double digits all the time. But his regression came all the way to the other side there. He hasn't really looked much like the guy did last year. His speed has been lacking that skill. We haven't really seen it. And him going on waivers isn't a surprise because, as someone pointed out, last year Philadelphia almost claimed Michael Pizzetta before they claimed Zach. I believe it was Zach McEwen or Patrick Brown off of waivers uh, to start the season. If they had waived Pizzetta, I don't think he would have cleared and I clearly think that's because they think there's still more to be had there. They want to keep him around. And Reb Pitlick is, I don't want to say expendable, but that is kind of what it is. His $1.1 million we buried entirely if he clears waivers to the AHL, getting that cap hit off the Canadians' book, giving them a little bit of breathing space there. Uh, and Mike Matheson's return is not far off. So that helps them in that regard. And at the same time, it's, you know, Rem Pitlick was kind of caught in between roles. He's not good enough to be a consistent top six forward, and he's not really built to be a fourth line checking forward. I think his skill ten, uh, with the puck, if they had a more well-rounded fourth line in terms of uh, scoring depth, I think it would be useful. But he just doesn't seem to fit with Yolarmia, who plays a little bit more slow paced or Slavkovsky, who is more high offensive upside. And he's just kind of caught in between roles. And at the same time, if he clears waivers and goes to the Rocket, he's a huge boost for that team that has been crying out for some skill on there. They're putting up a ton of shots, and they're playing with effort every single night. I know people have asked me, what's going on with the Rocket? What's going on with the Rocket? They cannot buy a goal to save their lives. And a lot of it just comes down to they get the rebound chance, and they fired into a pad. They need a little bit of finesse and finishing skill there, and things are entirely different in that regard. I think Pitlick, if he clears, is going to be a huge boost for them. Alex Belzeal is still out day-to-day. Nate Schnarr is out indefinitely. William Trudeau is out indefinitely. Gianni Fairbrother is done for the season. They need a veteran who can stand up a little bit there for them. Anthony Richard has been very good. Mitchell Stevens has had his moments, but they are looking for another veteran to kind of step up into the role that Jean-Sebastian D played last year. And I think on that top line, he could absolutely be that and allow some of that scoring depth to be permeated down the lineup. Jesse The hasn't been playing on the top line as much because Xavier Simeno has been there, which is fine because on the second line, Jesse the has been very good with Anthony Richard and they've gotten a lot of points so far. Adding Rem Pitlick to that gives them yet another piece. And, I'm not saying he's going to be become a superstar or anything like that, but I think Rem Pitlick is someone who could very easily turn the rocket season around very quickly. Cause I look at his AHL stats here, 36, uh, he had 20 goals and 36 points in 63 AHL games. And then he's never really stuck in the AHL very long. He uh, His last AHL stint with the Chicago wolves lasted eight games where he put up 10 points in those eight games played 20 games to the wild last year, had 11 points and went to the Canadian to put up 26 points in 46 games. I absolutely think that this is a nice reset for him. And above all else, if he gets claimed on waivers, it kind of sucks because he's a useful depth piece, but it just clears all that cap off the Canadians books there. It's not a lot of cap, mind you, but it is some and every bit of flexibility counts when you're Kent Hughes Trying to make things work and still shifting bodies around because if Genny Dodonov comes off IR on Tuesday, they're going to need space for him. So Pitlick going down makes sense. What do you do with Mike Hoffman? What do you do with Jonathan Duran? What do you do when Mike Matheson is back in the lineup in the next couple of weeks? Here, now I believe it was Eric Engels who said inside three weeks, based on the way he's been skating before practice, there's a lot of opportunity for Pitlick to both prove his worth here or elsewhere. And honestly, I forgot he had 26 points with this team last year, which is actually a truly impressive feat given how bad this team was. Overall, it's not the end of the world. And I get there are fans of him. I like Rem Pitlick as a player, but he almost feels like a luxury on a team that doesn't really need a luxury right now and is trying to reset everything. If this was the Canadians going into the playoffs two years ago, Rem Pitlick would have been a godsend for this team, but it's not. And now, If he clears, great. The Rocket gets a much-needed help, and that is very, very important, as always. And if he doesn't, Cap hits off the book, and it still helps the Canadians a little bit. We say goodbye. We inevitably get mad when he scores on us in whatever game they play against him next. I wouldn't be shocked to see him claimed just because I think teams out there a lot like the Habs. Hey, we want to spruce up that fourth line a little bit. Someone may put in a claim for him, and I would not be surprised in the slightest. But him going on waivers... With Josh Anderson getting suspended, Evgeny Dodonov still kind of being up in the air. There are opportunities abound. And who can claim some of those extra spots with all these players out right now? We're going to talk about that coming up next. But first, did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package theft spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. And we gotta tell you, having that peace of mind, you're having family and friends Christmas gifts sent to your house to get them wrapped. You come home and you find they're missing. You're not gonna have to worry about that with Simply Safe. They have 24-7 professional monitoring agents using the Fast Protect technology that is exclusive to Simply Safe so they can capture everything going on. Verify that the threat is real and then help you get the priority police response that you need. And that 24% seven professional monitoring service costs less than a dollar a day and less than half half the price of competitors' traditional professionally installed systems. So don't miss your chance to say big on the only security system we at Lockdown Canadians recommend and get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash NHL. This is their biggest discount of the year. So, do not wait to get peace of mind this holiday season. That is simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. And remember, there's no safe like simply safe. We are back. So, to break it all down, Josh Anderson suspended two games. Rem Pitlick might not be a Canadian by the time you're listening to this episode on Tuesday. Evgeny Dodonov. Back in practice, whether he's going on IR again or not, we don't really know what's going on with that. Mike Hoffman was a little bit banged up after the game against Vegas. A lot of opportunities here for guys who have not had a lot of chance to play. And I look at Michael Pozzetta as someone that very easily might find himself back in the lineup again here to prove that he can stick as an NHL player. And I do think he can in that fourth-line role. He brings a lot of the energy and enthusiasm Pitlick brought offensively, maybe not as high point totals, but the forechecking, the speed, and the tenacity is there. And he combines it with all the nastiness of Josh Anderson's game or Arbor Jackey's game. There wasn't a fight that Michael Pizzetta hasn't seen that he didn't want a part of. And I'm curious if he gets into games this week, and I don't see why not. I don't know if Detroit's going to be one of those games, though, because Detroit did bully them a little bit. But I don't think Michael Pizzetta is going to be the guy that suddenly stops Elmer Soderblom from being six foot eight on the ice. I think that's just more of a defensive tightening up that they got to work on there. And Joel Edmondson being back immediately helps with that. My biggest thought is with Josh Anderson suspended, there is a middle six role definitely open for someone on the team, likely a top six role. And my immediate thought is that role should go to Yuri Slavkovsky on that line with Sean Monaghan. Because Sean Monaghan's been a very consistent center, wins faceoffs, gets pucks to the right spot, makes good things happen. And on the other side, you put Brendan Gallagher. You give Slavkovsky two very safe players to operate with, and you let them run wild. Detroit has proven defensively they can be a little bit porous. This is not to say that the Canadians are not also in that same vein of things, but give him that opportunity. And then you can slide a Pazetta in on the fourth line, or an Evgeny Dodonov, who, again, I thought played fine defensively, just hasn't had the finishing touch that many expected. I do think that Uri Slavkovsky is someone who can very much benefit from the absence of Josh Anderson. And obviously, Rem Pitlick is not in the lineup. He's on waivers. He's likely going to hit the AHL. And if he doesn't and gets claimed, you've got the empty space anyways. It's a huge opportunity for some of those bodies in the press box to prove, okay, I can play in this role too. It's not just going to be given to Josh Anderson. I'm going to make Martin Saint-Louis think about this a little bit. And for Evgeny Dodonov, Jonathan Durant, and even, yes, Mike Hoffman, this is their opportunity to prove they are more than what their numbers have shown so far this year. I would like Evgeny Dodonov to work out, one, because I think he can be flipped for more picks at the deadline for sure. He just hasn't had a very good start to the season. A lot of those trade pieces, say for Sean Monahan, have not had the start they needed, and this is a fresh opportunity for them now. What can they do to earn that spot? That when Josh Anderson comes back, he goes, nope, you're going to a different line here because this is working right now, and I'm not going to break that up. They're obviously not going to separate Caulfield, Suzuki, and Doc. That would just be lunacy at this point. They're too good to do that. But I'd like to see Slavkovsky given a more offensive role. He's shown he has some of that finishing touch. It's not a finished product, not by a long shot. But right now, you're in a rebuilding season. It's only for two games until Anderson comes back. If Slavkovsky doesn't fit that role right now, okay, fine. It was two games. But if he goes in there next to Sean Monahan or Brendan Gallagher or whomever on that line – and it just clicks and he starts, even if he doesn't put up points, but he's playing really well. How do you really break that up? How do you really decide to separate things a little bit there? And I think it's one of those things. It's a challenge now for Martin St. Louis, get creative. You're not going to win every game. You've already lost, what, six of them at this point, seven of them at this point. You're going to lose. You might as well try different things to see what the rest of this season holds for you. And I think, Slavkovsky is the guy I want to see in that top six row. And I would like to see Michael Pozzetta back in this lineup just because, you know, he brings an energy that you don't get from a lot of other players. Yeah. I get where they put him in against the blues, tough physical game. You don't want Arbor Jacki doing absolutely everything, even though he can more than handle himself and the Canucks are going to present that challenge. too. they have skill and they have some nasty bodies there. There are two games to analyze some of these other guys in your lineup. And that's a very small sample size. But you have to use that opportunity regardless to figure out what you've got here. Because we still don't know is Slavkovsky going to go to the AHL at some point? Is he going to stay in the NHL? We don't quite know yet. And until we know what's going on with Pitlick, is he claimed? Did he clear this or that? We're not sure. Do we know who's what the whole of Gennady Danov's situation is? No, not really. But there's opportunities, and that's what a lot of the season should be about is opportunities. The young defensemen have seized theirs. Caden Gooley's on the top pair. Jordan Harris is still in the lineup. Arbor Jacki is in the lineup. Jonathan Kovacevic should be back in the lineup for this Detroit game. All due respect to Chris Weidman. I would like to see Kovacevic back in this game. A lot of people are claiming opportunities for themselves. Kirby Dock has inserted himself as a top-line winger on the Canadians right now. Sean Monahan is playing like he hasn't had a billion injuries in the last couple of years. Give your young guy a run out there. If it doesn't work, okay, cool. No one was asking to be a top six winger. No one sane was asking him to be a top six winger immediately into this season. Why not try it? It's two games. Because if it works, great. You look like a genius. And now you can focus on other things because you know he has his safety blanket to fall into there and work with. Not trying new things and just putting Hoffman back in that role. Let's say we know it doesn't work, at least not right now. Is he can he or try and earn that opportunity? Absolutely. I everyone should have a fair shot at earning an opportunity on this team right now. Whether they actually seize that or not is up for debate. So far, a lot of these players have not seized that opportunity. So to kind of put a bow on all this, put your ice Lewkovsky in the top six where Josh Anderson was. Bring Pizetta back into the lineup. If you're not, if not that, Evgeny Dodonov is just fine. So maybe scratch Armia, put Dodonov in and bring Pazetta in. Unless that doesn't work cap-wise. In which case then, talk to your capologist. They're smarter than I am at this. Uh, as always, if you have other lineup thoughts, questions, concerns, you can tweet us at LO underscore Canadians on Twitter. It is me behind the account this week, as I'm sure all of you have noticed. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott Matla as you see it below. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your daily podcast, whether that be Spotify, Apple, Podcatcher, wherever. And if you are watching this on YouTube, please make sure you subscribe. Please make sure you ring the bell so every time we post something new, you get notified of that immediately, including me, sometimes eating very, very spicy chicken wings and hating my entire life on that. And when you were done listening to us, please check out Locked On Sports today. Just like our show, wherever you get your podcasts, you can or watch them on YouTube. Thank you so much, everybody, and we will see you all next time.